Watkins, pastor of Freedom Fellowship. And today we're so excited to have everyone here to be a part of our 10th anniversary, our celebration of 10 years of being in ministry. Uh, from when we started in a, in a home on 42 South Ridge to where we are today at 342 South Chadburn. And it's just been a great journey. A lot of people have been involved in it. But most of all, it's been a, it's been a work of the Lord. He has blessed our work. He has blessed our hands. He has blessed us in so many ways that we are going to try to express just a little of that today in this video, this journey that we've been on. So I hope that you enjoy what you're about to witness because many of you here today have been a part of it. And we thank God for you. the alley behind Tony's Tailor Shop. He's on Tuick Street. And this is kind of part of the beginning of our journey of how we ended up where we are today. But I never come to this place. I never had come there before to get my pants uh, altered, hemmed, or whatever it was. So we come here one day and, and I left some pants with him and he, he just started talking to us. He's been here all of his life. And so he was started telling us about this lady that was sleeping out behind his building. And we kind of looked at him and thinking, what do you mean? He said, well, there, there are prostitutes downtown. And that kind of shocked us. You know, we live in our little safe world. And so he began to tell us about just the situation of downtown and how really bad it was. And so I told Mary Liz, I said, let's, we got, after we got through there, we said, let's just drive around to the alley. So we came around and parked back here and walked up and there was a couch right here on the, on the side and it was kind of threadbare, just somebody, you know, just dumped it out here. And I get emotional every time I think about this story, but um, you want me to take it out? Yeah, you can tell the rest <laughs> of it. Go ahead. Well, when we came back, guys, we lived in San Angelo, Texas all our lives, and we really, we never knew that people in San Angelo lived in that kind of circumstance. And just really, he just got us. And we just began to weep, both of us, just right where we were. And we're like, Lord, could you use us to help in this situation? And um, he did. You know, I was, uh, from then, from that, I'm, I'm sure it's from that day on, we felt like we were supposed to be downtown. And when we were talk about looking for a building, all of our friends and people from other churches that we knew, they said, well, why are y'all looking downtown? That's, that's kind of the forgotten part of town. That's not where the town's growing. That's not where it's developing. And all I could tell them was, is that's where God called us to be downtown. And for him to really solidify that with a building that basically God gave to us, that we're in debt free, uh, and we ministered to the homeless, we, we ministered to drug addicts and alcoholics and God from here even led me into being uh, working in the jail ministry. All of that just culminated in what we call Freedom Fellowship. 
because that's our heart. Our heart is to see people truly saved and healed and set free. That's our heart. So we just invite you to come and follow us on this journey that covers the last 10 years of our life in the Life of Freedom Fellowship. You know, when we started uh, meeting in our house on this kind of unusual, it's 42 South Ridge, and now we're at 342 South Chadburn. Something with the 42s, I guess. But when we started meeting at our home, we just had different people would come and pray, and we'd seek the Lord and just try to find out what He had in store for us. And I tell people all the time, we never had this grand idea of starting a church, but all we really wanted to do was find out what God had for us. One thing I do that stands out and one of Harold's main purposes was he didn't want to take anybody from the church. He said there's so many people in this town that don't have a church home that that's who we're going after. I think it was about 2000, the fall of 2001, somewhere around there, uh, Harold had mentioned that they were going to start a Bible study, just kind of fellowship, just to get over at their house. One thing led to another, we started writing songs over there just in Harold's little uh, music room, had a little piano, and I can remember at times it would be Harold and I, Mike Petty, sometimes Kim Snell, just messing around with songs, just singing, just praising the God. And I just got hungry for God. I was like, man, God, there's got to be some more. And and then, uh, you know, we would meet and gather, and, uh, and uh, the group that was meeting was talking about, well, is this leading into a church? What is this, you know? And uh, we just were faithful, seeing God move, seeing Him re uh, reveal Himself in new ways. And, and we just wanted people to experience the joy and the love of the Lord that we were experiencing. And we knew that people were broken and in need and from all different walks of life. And uh, we wanted to experience God in the fullness. Freedom has uh, been a journey. Uh, we were just going to church, everything was trucking along just fine. And uh, we all started seeking more. Uh, we started meeting in my parents' house, just praying and worshiping. and. Uh, just took off from there. Well, we were also were uh, pregnant with Preston. Most of y'all don't know that Preston's now going to be 10 years old in a couple months. And um, we just felt that the Lord was Sorry. birthing new things in the natural, also in the, in the supernatural with uh, Mary Lou and Harold. We felt the need to minister to people that a lot of people weren't ministering to, so we had our first service at the city auditorium. And it was kind of cool because we put an ad in the paper uh, if you don't have a church home, if you don't like to go to church, it didn't matter. If you didn't have the right clothes, you could come as you were. And so we put this ad in the paper and we went door to door to the halfway houses, passed out flyers, uh, invited people to come. Started there and started, meet, started meeting at the Christians in Action building. And that was pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, we had birds chirping all during the service. Live birds. Live birds chirping and, and uh, fish singing on the walls, you know, Billy Big Mouth, and the turkey. it was always something, distractions all the time, and that's why Harold's a good preaching now with people getting up and all these distractions, he, he, he started preaching. <laughs> Live doves cooing during the sermons, the kids pressing, pressing the Billy Bass buttons. <laughs> the fish. 
stuffed animals, animals random stuffed animals everywhere. It was it was very humbling. We came from a big nice church to wherever we could meet. We were always uh, the thing about it was we were always so grateful whenever we when somebody would open their doors for us to meet, and that was that was pretty cool. I mean, it was just like thanks, you know. And so we just started this journey of meeting and ministering and expecting God to do something. And it was always, we were always dependent on Him. We were always wanting to be led by the Holy Spirit. We wanted to do the real actual deal of church like Jesus talked about in the Bible. Uh, then we went from Christians in Action to, uh, we grew a little bit and found another place called the Woodman of the World Building. And that's a whole nother story in itself. Woodsman of the World was horrible. The craziest. And it was, it was a great size, like you'd smell sewage on Sunday mornings. It was just the stinkiest, nastiest place. Yeah, we thought there was a spiritual battle going on there or something. <laughs> it was nasty. From there, after they kicked us out, uh, First Baptist uh, offered to let us use their buildings. And then Christians, uh, the Christian Church of San Angelo offered to let us use theirs on Sunday night. So we would meet in all these different places. Uh, and then, especially when we were at Christian Church of San Angelo, they, they used their church on Sunday morning. So when Easter Sunday, or what we call Resurrection Celebration, when it came along, we had to find an alternative place to meet if we were going to do it in the morning. So we had to become uh, very creative in that. I remember one time specifically, uh, it always makes me laugh thinking back, Harold and Mary Lou were out of town and he brought in a guest speaker. and. Um, Mark and I and Jeff were the only three that showed up for church. <laughs> so it was definitely a, um, a humbling experience, but you know, it really reminded us of the scripture to do not despise small beginnings, because we definitely had some small beginnings in there. Christian Church of San Angelo, when they opened up their doors to us, that was like, Hello. yeah, am amazing. <laughs> awesome. uh, we met at nights, you know, nobody cared. Uh, we would try to pay them rent or, or something and they wouldn't accept it. They just blessed us. And that, you know, because of that, we were able to start putting back money and saving for the building we're in now. And we were always looking for a building downtown because we knew that's where God had called us. and. One, one day, Denise Williams, she called me, she said, Pastor, I found the building. I said, okay, because she had looked and looked also. And so she called me and we, I met her over here with a realtor and we walked into this, this place called the Verizon Building, which I had, uh, had great memories of being at Neff's Amusement Park when I was a little boy, not realizing that someday I, that we would be in this building. Uh, but she called me and we went through the building and I remember looking at it going, wow, this would be, this would be a dream come true. I can't imagine us being in this place. I could just see all the possibilities. But then when I heard the price tag, it kind of it took me back because we didn't have that kind of money. We were um, really, really standing for this building that we're in today and we all knew this was supposed to be the building we were supposed to have, but we were really negotiating with Verizon and we had done pretty much everything we knew how to do in our flesh to get this building. And I know Mark very strongly thought we were not to go into this building unless we can go debt free. And for what they were asking for, there's just no way. 
And I remember Ron Campbell coming to us and ministering one weekend and he said, guys, you got to step away from this building and just let it go. And you know, it felt like someone just drop kicked us. I mean, it just made us sick because we knew that this was the building, you know, but we were obedient and we dropped it. And how, how much later? At least a year later. About a year later, they came back and just gave them, I mean, we basically, they gave us the building nearly. That's what's been my favorite thing about Freedom. Uh, that when I'm trying to sell my church to somebody, it's that it's red and yellow, black and white, rich and poor. Uh, doesn't matter if you come in smelling like alcohol or if you know the right clothes. And we just have people that reach out and love people and, you know, give them food and clothes. And that's just, uh, it's very special to me. Where my first love died